And how are we getting on, lads? Doing well. Can't just, complain. Just fine and dandy, so. So, normally I say to the guests, introduce yourself. But this man needs no introduction. It's Nick Wary. He's been on the show about a million times. I think you're, you're on the number two spot or your number one spot. Yourself and Paul Roseberry have been fighting for that number one spot for most appearances. Son of a bitch. There you go. I feel like you guys could have a good conversation. He has his own podcast. Um, but how are you getting on, Nick? You got a competition coming up. Tell us all about it. I do, man. Um, everything's pretty good. You know, things are kind of crazy. Um, you know, we've got Nathan's coming up, which is like our, our Super Bowl, so to speak. That's uh, 10 days out right now. Um, you know, uh, between that and then obviously we're, I'm about four and a half weeks out, Mickey and I, from welcoming um, our first child. So a little boy due late July. Uh, between those things, and then we leave for New York in like six days. You got to fly up there, uh, do some media interviews, do all that fun stuff. It's all uh, all good stuff, man. Can't complain. Well, you know, <laughs> I was fucking happy to hear. Well, seriously, congratulations to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool, you know, like getting uh, getting engaged after down in fifty hard boiled eggs, and then um, you know, getting ready to travel to Nathan's to compete, and she'll be there cheering me on, um, and then welcoming our son. It's 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 been a busy few months. <laughs> I'd say you're you're feeling like you're at your peak right now. Um, I feel pretty good. You know, right now I got a little bit of a cold, so I kind of feel like shit. But with that said, <laughs> I've been feeling pretty good. Um, just uh, going in here. Um, you know, I played tenth my first year, Nathan six my second year, and third last year, and I have no real intent of slowing that progress down. Um, you know, I, the Vegas lines haven't come out yet as far as what the placings are going to be or what the odds are, but people kind of expect Matt Stoney to place high. Matt's a phenomenal leader, and he's, he's won Nathan's before. Uh, he's ranked third in the world, or fourth, excuse me. Darren's gotten second the last two years. Darren Breeden, kick-ass eater. Um, ranked third in the world and Jeff Esper's a second ranked eater in the world and Jeff's a fucking machine when it comes to a lot of this stuff but um I I like them they're my friends whatever but they can eat a bag of dicks for 10 minutes like I don't really care I my plan is to go in there and take what's rightfully mine or what people don't expect me to um and kind of shove it down their throats and then afterwards we can look at my trophy and, and all that stuff on the competition stuff do you have like an estimation of how many you plan to eat or are you allowed to reveal that to us uh, you know, I, I plan to eat a significant amount more than last year. Last year I did 39 and a half, but that was on four days notice to do the, the contest because I wasn't initially invited because I don't play nice in the sandbox with others, maybe. Um, but no, uh, I, um, practices have been going well. Um, there have been no practices that are that number or lower, 39 and a half. So, uh, they're going pretty well. I have a couple more practices. I have one on Saturday and then another one probably the middle of next week. Um, and then take a few days off to get that flavor back a little bit uh, and go into New York. Um, and, and typically some people have huge practice numbers and they don't hit those practice numbers in contest. Uh, myself, traditionally, I've hit better numbers in contest than in practice because I'm able to kind of find that. I wish you could find that gear in practice, but it's a little bit, able to, a little bit easier to find that gear when money's on the line and, um, you know, it's, it's actually game day. So. <laughs> No, it sounds super harsh when you're like taking a bag of dicks in the day, but you'll be friends after. I, I'm a competitive guy. I do I do a sport as well, and mm -hmm. it's it's exactly that. Like, yeah, anyone does sport. Like, if you, if, especially if it's like a, you know, individual thing, not a team. Like the other people around you. Like when when you're competing, eat a bag of dicks. But when you're done, like it's you want to get a coffee, you know, stuff like that. 
Sure. Exactly. It's, it's, I like you, but right now I hate you. Like, I, I don't know you for those, those six to 12 minutes, you know, and whatever we're doing. Um, but, it, but I, I genuinely like all those people as people and all the other guy competitors is to the, the George Chiggers and the, you know, uh, Steve Hammonds and Ronnie Hartman's. And I, I talk to these people on a semi-regular basis. Some are really regular basis. Um, you know, um, Badlands Booker bought us a crib. You know, so it's like some of these people we're very, very close with. Badlands, so, yeah, yeah. Badlands, he uh, he got us our, our crib, you know, off our registry, baby registry. You know, so it's like I, I genuinely am friends with these people. Um, but cool at the too. same time, it's um, this is business, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go into that for those ten minutes, and and I kind of like the fact that, that realistically and rightfully so, based on previous numbers, I'm probably expected to land fifth. And that's all fun and good, um, but that's not going to happen come July 4th. So. We're going for sixth. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. We're going to well, name one. The, the mm-hmm. numbers you were saying there a second ago, like, well, you came 10th, then what, sixth, then third? Yep. Yep. There's no reason you shouldn't get first this time, then. I mean, first is a big one. I'm not going to lie. But with that said, I go into every contest with the intent to win. But even I mean, second. Like yeah, you don't you don't play to play. You just you go in there like Joey is the best to ever do what we do. Undoubtedly, you know he's he's the the Wayne Gretzky, if you want to say that of of what we do or, or whatever the sport may be. People argue with other sports who the best ever is, but like, um, and in hot dogs, he's shown he's virtually unbeatable. But Joey's also just a man. He wakes up, he puts his pants on one leg at a time, all this other shit. Things can go wrong for him on contest day, just like they can for any of us. So the fact is, I go into any contest with the intent to win. You know, mm-hmm. can can you be that Buster Douglas that knocks out Mike Tyson? People go, what the f- just happened? Yeah. You know, like so. It's that's that's kind of it. Um, you know, I'm not disillusioned to think <coughs> I I'm a better hot dog eater right now than Joey Chestnut is. Like, but the fact is, of the three guys that I did mention, um, you know, Jeff and and Matt and Darren, mine is the only one that the hot dog number has gone up the last three years. Period. Okay. They've they've kind of fluctuated, and I'm newer to the sport, so maybe people will say, "Well, that's your natural progression." Yeah, well, f that. That's going to continue mm. to go up, even when I'm not newer to the sport. So, the intent is um, whether it's this year or next year or the following year, like that big giant yellow belt. I got a handful of belts hanging in my living room. Seven giant pink ones. None of them are mine. So I want a big giant yellow one, at least one, to hang next to them. Well, is, um, here hoping. How does Mickey yeah. feel knowing that she can't compete this year? She upset Bitter, the fact. It, yeah it's, it's bittersweet you know it's it's um because obviously it couldn't be for a better reason you know um welcome in our little boy and he's been good she's good you know um but it's tough because for the past seven years this has been her life this time of year you know is to go in and, and win that women's contest and retain that title and, and just be in new york and do the media and do all the things that go along she, she will be in new york right alongside um still doing media you know still helping out as much as you can and just when i say supporting it's probably like you know yelling at me like hey shit i'd eat faster you know <laughs> but at the same point um she's also my calm my sense of calm come contest day where she's incredibly calm um she, she'll literally be like bouncing around and smiling right before a contest just knowing she's working the other people mentally because she is calm as a cucumber knowing she's going into it i'm a mess typically before a contest and she she definitely calms me down so it's been hard for her, um, but at the same time, like I said, it, it couldn't be for a better reason. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll be cool to, to have her there to be supportive, and um, 
2022, she's she's coming back to stomp some asses to get that title back. Well, Hell yeah, we're looking forward to it. But yeah. you know we, we, what's coming up now? You know, you say you, you kind of get like in your own head beforehand. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you do any like Brit work or anything? Like you on that Wim Hof stuff or what do you ask? Um, it's funny you should say that. I, I started doing some of that earlier this year on January, February time. Um, even some like the cold showers or the ice baths mm. and the breath work. Um, and some people think the dude's a psycho, and and the he dude, probably rides that fine, fine he's line. He's onto something. Oh, insanity, he's and he he rides that line between like the the only people who know where the edge are are the people who are falling off, so to speak. So he's um definitely caught some stuff because there's even like research and data behind a lot of what he does. You know, he he's worked with a lot of scientists, so. Um, I know for me, there's an awesome sense of calm. Like she couldn't believe it when I started taking the ice bath, like how chill I would be. The first couple of times I'm like, this is a nightmare. This is the dumbest thing ever. But like after you adjust and start doing something like the breath holds and the breath work, it definitely chills me out, especially being an anxious person um, at the beginning of the day and sometimes before bed. So before a contest, I've, I've looked into some of that. And then there's just, um, I have my headphones in. There's a few different things I can listen to and and kind of try to find that place that I used to find when I was bodybuilding in the gym. Um, so working from a place of like a controlled anger, so to speak, a coiled spring and just keep trying to coil that spring lower and lower and lower. So for those 10 minutes, it's kind of like a maximum amount of uh, kind of power, so to speak, or energy. Yeah. And people probably listen right now. And if it's your first time ever watching, fair play for hopping on. But if, if you're hearing this now, it might sound a bit silly, you know, the idea of like the sport of eating, but it, it's 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 legit. It's some serious <laughs> shit. We've been talking. I've talked to Nick long enough to notice. We've watched enough of this stuff, and it, it's a sport. Like, you know, like who? Well, who is it? Michelle Lasko. Like yeah, she ate this ridiculous amount of like mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Mickey ate mm-hmm. like the most amount of ice cream, mm-hmm. and. You broke a record, just just an amateur record fairly recently. It was like Twix, uh, eggs, eggs yeah. or something like that. Twix eggs, and I it's just a broke serious the amount. Eggs. Yeah, I set the hard boiled eggs record like fifty in three minutes. How many? Um, fifty hard boiled eggs in three minutes. If I have three, I'm ready to explode. Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I want to know what I could do in an eight minute contest. I think I probably get like 120, maybe in like an eight minute contest or something. But it's um, there's definitely a place you need to go mentally before you do this because it's it's like anything done um at a high level there's a physical aspect to it but there's also the mental aspect because your body is going to or your mind is going to tell you like no this is stupid stop eating moon pies or hot dogs or you know brisket sandwiches or whatever that Um, sounds nice those those were yeah yeah those were legit for about two minutes some things are a little bit harder than others but um but yeah it's um i'm not comparing what we do to being like you know an nfl running back or, or something of that nature but with that said if everybody could do what we do like they say they can like the fat uncle at the barbecue could oh, i could totally eat more pancakes than you oh that's great then why don't you come to new york and make ten thousand dollars that's right shut up and we'll sit down you know know your point so yeah. Yeah. You must get that a lot, man. And I think we've talked about this before, that when people find yeah. out you're a competitive eater, they, the first yeah. thing they go to is, I can totally kick your ass in eating yeah. toast. Or, like, even totally we, even we do that. My, my, my girlfriend, the first time she ever seen yourself or Miki, I, th- I think she was here one of the days. That was the first thing she said. Like, I, 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 could, be, I could beat them in pasta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fairness, I reckon she might have a chance. 
that girl, <laughs> that, that girl eats pasta like nothing else. Pasta's um, rough, man. Pasta's, I'm not going to lie. I've used that a couple times just to see how much I could eat. And I'll boil a whole bunch of it. I'm like, yeah, this is cheap and this is a good idea. And I have, you know, Alfredo and I have red sauce. <laughs> and I put it in like the bowls. And I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. Shit. But yeah. like, like you're saying, is that what you say to them when people come up to you? You just say, why don't you come compete with the competitions then? Yeah, I, yeah, like, do it. It's great. You should find a qualifier. You know, there's a contest coming up X, Y, or Z, or like, you'll invite them, or um, it depends how polite they are about it, you know. Um, oh, there's, or I might say, like, hey, this restaurant challenge, pretty simple, five pound burger, you know, right down the road, you get a free lunch if you go finish it. And it kind of depends how they broach it. Because if two people are super polite, I kind of don't want them to, you know, get hurt ramming hot dogs down their face. If people are just rude and brash and whatever about it, it's like, all right, well, we'll see how this goes. There was a, um, there was a competitor at a uh, uh, Nathan's qualifier a few years ago. I believe it was St. Louis um, at the, uh, in one of the Major League Baseball games. And before the contest, she's just talked to I'm going to eat like 20-odd hot dogs. And, I'm, and she's a little girl, you know, but sometimes those are the ones you got to watch out for. You never know. The Lescos and the Mickeys and all those, you know. And so I'm like, all right, maybe she will. And I'm watching the live stream of the contest, and she's about four hot dogs deep. And just <laughs> fires all over the table. It's like, oh, okay, you're only about 20 shy of what you said. What happened? You know, so. But it's, yeah. uh, it's fun, though. To, to get, it's, it's very similar to when I was bodybuilding, and everyone knew a guy. You know, I knew a guy he's like you, but he bench like a zillion pounds and stuff. So I'm like, okay, great, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, sp- speaking to you it makes me want to try like one of those, I don't know, like giant omelet ones or something. Yeah, man, do it. Well, I'll give it a go, but they don't, they don't do them over here anyway. So, like, oh, I we've looked before, Thomas, haven't we? Like, there's there's basically two buffets that you can yeah. do anything like that, but there's there's no like eat, eating challenges unless they're like. You know, like the one that I did with the oysters. Yeah, the oyster one. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a there's a what is it? It's not Mongolian. Why am I thinking Mongolian? It's uh, it's it's North Africa. It's the west of North Africa. What's it called? Uh, just underneath Spain, Morocco. It's Moroccan food. Morocco, yeah, Morocco. It's uh, and there's there's Cosmos, which do like all kinds of weird shit. I love Cosmos. Yeah. Cosmos yeah. is great. You ever come to Ireland, man? We're taking you to Cosmos. Oh, we'll go Cosmos. It'll be great All you eat buffet. We got we got to get you to Cosmos, and we got to get you a Chinese, an actual Chinese. Like That's you, you guys think you have much. good. <laughs> you guys think you have good Chinese food over there? You ain't tried nothing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it makes me want to try try that stuff sometime. So mm. I'll give it a go when I'm in the states. Yeah, it's definitely cool to kind of gauge it. That's what we tell people because. People will be like, how do I get started? And it's like, go try like a three pound burger challenge at, you know, whatever Phil's diner down the road. And if you can't do that, this probably isn't for you. You know, the way we kind of discovered this was by falling over it kind of and going and doing something <coughs> local and just dominating it and being like, oh, okay, maybe I have a gift for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, so far, so good. I mean, like, you, you know, yeah. like what, 10, 6, and third? Yeah, yeah, and now the ranking's up to sixth in the world, and, you know, since I took her out of the picture for a while, maybe move that up to fifth or fourth, you know, and watch out Chestnut or Esper Stone, he might have to impregnate you guys, knock you down a place. No. <laughs> gonna, clip, uh, gonna clip that bit, gonna clip that bit. Watch no, out, guys, no, no. Might, have, 
Might have to impregnate you guys. Nick Leary threatens Matt Stoney and Chestnut with pregnancy. You can you can see the articles already. <laughs> no, it's um, it's been um, because people ask me like, oh, you took out the competition, and it's like, yeah, I guess she's ranked. But honestly, I think it's a scummy way to see it, though. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, a rough way of saying that. People are the shittiest. Like they're eating boards and stuff, and people have done everything from like coming after me for her and I for that to to all the most random shit, you know. That's but it's so, like people so, like to see you doing well; they don't like to see you doing better than that. Dude, mm-hmm. whoever like said that is such a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I agree. There's, like, I agree. You know, you got to, you know, he's about to have a kid. As like, oh, you taking the competition, huh? Yeah, good yeah, one. yeah. That's it. Good, it, good the one. Jig is up. I I decided it was worth the investment of having a third child to move one spot up in the major league eating rankings. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, yeah. now that's just stuff. Uh, nah, man, we see your game. Look out, yeah. Chestnut and Stony. You're Let's next. See. <laughs> but one thing I have to say about those lads, though, is they're not really easy access in comparison to yourself. Like we we just we talk all the fucking time, but yeah. you know, I don't know how many people have to say Badlands. You should get on this show because like this, there's, <laughs> there's multiple of his friends have said get on, and he's answered or ignored, and then it's just pain, man. We'll keep there's trying. Like, he's, a, he's a tough one, man. The dude is like. He's like the Jay Leno of what we do, just, you know, constantly traveling. And, and he's still on a full-time gig outside of doing all the YouTube videos uh, and then doing some of, like, the producing stuff with the son and, and all that. So he's a, he's a tough one to nail down. Um, I think after, after Nathan's maybe a good time around that, like, late July, early August because mm. it's a super busy time of year for him because he even goes into some of the production we'll and stuff with Nathan. So. We'll give yeah. him another go, man. But, uh, yeah. But does he know, like, he's such a big meme? Like, we showed that to Michelle, like, him, like, chugging stuff on the internet is, like, a gigantic meme. Yeah, he's, um, I don't know if he's fully aware because he's such a humble guy. Um, but it's, like, we can't, if we go to a contest, Badlands is there, we can't go anywhere without being stopped. And being like, oh, will you chug this water bottle with me? Will you do this? And he'll do it every time. He will not turn anyone down. Um, just like a genuinely nice guy. When I was planning on proposing in Vegas, to me, he's like, whatever you need, man. If you need me to distract me or anything like that, you just let me know. You know, you tell me when you fly out, I'll help you any way I can. I'm like, dude, thank you. I appreciated it. You know, but he's, he, go, he tries to go above and beyond for everybody. I think because of that, he, he's pulled so many different directions. It's, it's really hard to balance. I think that's yeah. what people really like about him as well, man. He seems so genuine from his online presence. And every clip you see him in, he's being nice, he's chugging, he's, you know, yeah. interacting with his fans. I think that's what makes him so lovable. He's, it's legit. He's a yeah, king. It's 100% like, legit. I watched him do cameos, and he messes up the cameo, and he still will do it in one take. He'll be like, oh, he'll say whatever. He'll be like, hey, you know, Devin, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Ah, oh, shit. What was I saying? Oh, that's all good. You know what I'm saying? It just goes on and on and on for like a few minutes. And I'm like, that was, that was real. It was completely real. So, yeah, really, um, really good dude. No, I mean, like, you got the same kind of shit going on. Like, you, you're, you're sound loud. I, like, the only problem with you guys is YouTube is like the inconsistency on it. Like, I, I watch yeah. nearly, nearly everything that comes up just because, you know, like, these are sound. <laughs> we know he is. It's good to see you guys doing well. What you guys yeah. do a bit of practice, it's always good to see. So I'd I'd love to see see more on the YouTube side because you know yeah. you, you could be on the same same level, same page, not doing yeah. the same thing, but like you know, 
Yeah, no, we um we definitely talked about it, you know, with um with me working, you know, still full time and her um, you know, doing school and, and all that other stuff. And the and like the pregnancy, she's been great. She's been healthy, the baby's healthy. Uh but if anything, she just gets tired. Like that's been really fortunately that's been the only side effect is like early afternoon she just gets exhausted. So it's been a little bit tough, you know, adjusting to that and then just getting stuff ready for the baby and and all that. But we definitely want to try to put out more consistent content. Um, you know, because people seem to dig it. And, you know, I have um, some cool collabs kind of coming up and I've kind of been recording some stuff to um, all my Nathan's practices and um, just some random videos and snippets and, and shit like that. Because I thought it would be kind of cool to, um, to maybe put out another vlog and leading into mm. Nathan's and kind of some of the, the mental aspects that goes into shit um, at that level. Because I know everyone's kind of different, but I know for me, when I watch things with like professional athletes or, or people I watch, um, the personal shit is kind of cool. Seeing them with their family or seeing them with what they do in day-to-day life or seeing where their head's at. Uh, because if I was really to go into it, to be blunt with you guys, um, where I go before a practice or where I go when I'm in the gym, it's kind of like a nasty fucking place. Not nice. Um, because I don't think for me personally, I could really tap into where my full potential lies um, from a nice angle, so to speak. I'm much more motivated getting really upset. Like my, my buddy, Jeff uh, Logan, he's an actor and he, um, we used to train together. We went to Central Connecticut together and he's trained with like Dana Lynn Bailey and a, and a whole bunch of you know famous people in the bodybuilding world. And he's saying there's only been two people ever I've ever seen like break out in tears before a set in the gym. You know, it was myself and Tana Lane Bailey. <laughs> He's like, you're literally in tears before the set even started. Like, so it's, um, it's a nasty place, but I mean, I don't know. Me, some people, my buddy, he's always like, people would be interested to hear that. I'm like, oh, people probably just think I'm a fucking psycho. <laughs> told them all that shit, but, well, yeah. that, that, that's the reason UFC can hype up its people so, so well, the embedded vlogs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, your equivalent of that would be pretty interesting to see. But yeah, I'd like to know why you do that. I like, yeah. I'd recommend doing the opposite nearly, just from my experience in sports. But mine's, yeah. so, mine's so different to yours, I, w- I have no fucking clue. Like, yeah, I mean, getting angry for what I do, man, you're, fu- you're fucking done for the day. What, <laughs> what you do, that might, might just accelerate you. Like, so I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. Um... Like, it came from the bodybuilding realm. It's like everyone, some people need to relax. Like, she's super chill, you know, before a contest, and that works really well for her. But I come from a world where, like, if you're going to get under um, and try to squat 600 pounds and put that on your back and squat down to the floor and stand up as many times as you can, you know, um, you can't really go in there with a big fucking smile on your face because that shit's going to snap you in half like an accordion. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's not going to look very nice if, where if you go to this place where, um, I can try to find somewhere really deep and, and really net, maybe think about things that upset you. Um, like think about really tap into adrenaline because I don't think happiness can tap into adrenaline as much as anger can. Like think about the stories people hear like, Oh, this kid was trapped under a car and this lady saw her kid trapped under a car and picked the car up or whatever. Um, that, that place of adrenaline, if you could tap into that uh, for me personally, I wouldn't condone it for everybody because there's even times after a gym session or, or things where, it takes me a little bit to come back. Um, it, ta- it takes me a few minutes or like maybe like half hour to an hour to really come back to, um, you know, level. I might li- need to listen to like some seal 
or uh, some calming music. Listen, like build me up Buttercup by the Foundations or something. <laughs> kind of bring me back to your even keel. Tell me, you do not listen to that beforehand. Not beforehand. That'd be after the fact to bring me okay, back. Okay, okay. That's bringing me back out of the out of the void. So crazy okay. to think, man, that you're you're after coming out of the gym. You're there in the car, and some 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 you know random person's walking by, and next thing they know, they hear fucking seal just. Baby, and you're yeah. like still fucking raging. Yeah. You're fucking. <laughs> you ever, you yeah, ever seen that picture yeah. of the guy in the car and his arms up on like the steering wheel and all the fucking veins in his arms yeah. exploding? That's just you sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, I had a buddy. I had a buddy send me that. You know, like I get people even at work that be like, "Dude, if you get a paper cut, you are done for." <laughs> you know, so, but it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, for me, that's kind of where I tap into because I always say like, I don't have. A lot of what we do is based on capacity or how much you can fit, you know, in your in your stomach. Or so, my capacity, I would say, um, I obviously don't know personally because I don't live with everybody, is probably the lowest out of any of the, definitely the top seven eaters, eight eaters, um, in the world. I have the ability to fill that capacity and deal with the have a high pain threshold. You know, um, to say like, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, maybe this doesn't taste great because I've been eating the same thing for 10 minutes. I don't really give a shit because I'm at work. And and having that ability, um, I guess that's that's probably my my biggest strength um, is probably the ability to say, fuck it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, dude, when, you, when there's 10K, you know, on the line, how can you not like dig deep? You would think. Yeah, you would think, but there's so many people that go into this and, you know, weeks before the contest and they're like, they're just happy to be there. They're concerned about what are we going to do in New York, you know, after party, let's get White Claw wasted. <laughs> like, dude, I haven't even thought about that. And that's why I'm going to bury you come the fourth because like, and that's fine. If that's what you want to do, if you're, you're just there to participate, but at the same time, like, I, I don't understand that concept. Like, why would you fucking have? To? That's why I can't compete in bodybuilding again because I can't have to do it. I know there's no there's no break. I cut the brake lines. I rip the e brake off, and there's just an accelerator down the hill. That's why I can't compete again. Um, you know, probably wouldn't come back. You know. Also, uh, I think the steroid cycles would kill your body because this dude, man, um, there's dudes in there, and stim- you know, they yeah, do the whatever they can. The stimulants, whether it's drugs stimulants training lack of sleep lack of food whatever it was um or would be would just be there'd be no break because it would just be like what's the end game and it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy particularly with people who don't have elite genetics that like okay you're never going to be good enough that's kind of Mm -hmm. the game because even when you're eight time mr olympia ronnie coleman you're still trying to get better you know you're 290 pounds Mm -hmm. on stage and ronnie's like a cripple now basically from like his 15 back surgeries or whatever and they asked him like hey do you regret training like you did or is there anything you regret from your career he's yeah i wish i like squatted that 800 for a couple more reps i think i had a few more in the tank you know and it's like it's that mentality that that i i took in Mm -hmm. that i had that's why i had to get out you know of of bodybuilding um and now i'm ramming food down my face but um but with this it's not quite as uh self-destructive yeah I, I wasn't implying that you do that you ever did like steroids oh, or anything a second ago. I just mean like you know it, it can be a dirty sport. Along no, with I, any, I did when I competed. You know, I, I did when I competed. You know, I'll openly tell people that like there's no reason for me to anymore because I don't compete. You know, but it's like um, I did and 
And if I was going to chase bodybuilding at a high level, I wasn't trying to be one of those guys in a natural bodybuilding show, you know, where the dude's 178 pounds and people are like, oh, golf clap, that's a lovely physique. Like, I wanted to be a freak of nature. I wanted to look like a mutant on stage. And that's why I graduated high school around 167 and I got up to like 240, you know, at my height and basically looked like a vascular cherry, you know, <laughs> walking around. Um, so it's, um, yeah, but I can't do that anymore. So now it's just uh, trying to channel that anger into um, mass consumption. That's fair, fair play, fair play, Jim. <laughs> I mean, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like you, you could have done MMA or you could have done competitive eating. And I tried MMA briefly, um, and the anger definitely didn't work too well for that because at the time I was about 19 years old and didn't have a. Um, There's no harness on it, and uh, so there was no control. Basically, is like, and some dude with technique would just work me in like two seconds. And I remember a couple times um, just working out and I got, I got put unconscious twice and I'm like, fuck this. I, I do not like you that. You got to learn how to tap. I'd, I'd wait. Yeah. And that was it too. I'm like, I'm good. I'm going I'm to rampage Justice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> and then you're just unconscious and you wake up and you're like, okay, well, that was unpleasant. Um, so I tried it briefly. Plus I hated how I looked at like 167, 170. Um, so then went into bodybuilding and then kind of got here. But yeah, I guess I could have channeled it in a lot of areas. This, I just kind of found I had a gift for it. So I was never really gifted at bodybuilding. Um, I was just gifted at kicking my own ass. And then with this, it was like, okay, maybe I have some type of genetic gifts towards this. Um, and I can get paid to do it. And I get to travel all over the world. Like, this isn't a bad gig. How about it all, man? I mean, yeah. yeah, right? It makes, I mean, makes exactly. me think, though, with, like, bodybuilders. Because, you know, like, the likes like the the mountain and Eddie Hall and shit. The amount of mm -hmm. food they have to cram down their mouth every fucking day. Yeah. Maybe that that gets you ready for like bodybuilders as a whole because you are eating a lot of fucking food. Yeah. So maybe that helps. A little bit, I think so. And you you learn to tolerate the same food over and over again because it's usually not really exciting foods. Mm -hmm. Um, I know like like Miki did uh, Brian Shaw's diet in one meal. She did his daily diet in one meal. That was like a 10,000 calorie or like 11,000 cows. I think it was like nine pounds of food that Brian was eating on average. Because Brian's like 420, 430. I think he walks around there. So she did that um, for one of our videos. But it's uh, it's definitely a lot. Like they would probably make, they did a couple shows where like Eddie Hall tried some uh, eating challenges and shit. But uh, it would probably help you out a little bit because just the volume you'd have to eat. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like big beginner yeah. training in, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very beginner like, yeah. Man. You seen half four? He had a boxing match recently. The guy's lost fifty pounds. Yeah, Fuck. but yeah, like looks, only the fat, the muscles there. He's fucking oh, jacked. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, just shredded no like two eighty. Yeah, dude's no joke. And even Eddie's lost like a hundred pounds or mm -hmm. something. Like Eddie looks really good. Um, but that'll be interesting. I think they're supposed to fight in Vegas in like October or something. Um, I kind of hope Eddie rips his head off because <laughs> like half four is kind of a big giant crybaby. But um, I don't know him as a person, obviously, but just from what I've seen, like in the World's Strongest Man snippets. Um, but who knows? Maybe he's the nicest guy ever. Uh, but it's, it's that should be an interesting fight. I, I'd be really happy if they actually came out and tried to beat the out of each other, and it no, wasn't like a um, you know slapping MTV fight like the Jake Paul bullshit. Dude, <laughs> I have no every every punch that they would throw would be like a knockout punch. 
yeah. That's, like, that's yeah. the thing with the heavyweight division. You're looking at super heavyweights. Like, there's never been, as far as, far right. as I'm aware, there's never been a super heavyweight professional fights. Only, yeah, because, like, Sweet Butterbean was, like, that probably the heaviest. Yeah, yeah. When, when Bob Sapp fought. Bob but Butterbean just fought normal odds, didn't he? Oh, he Butterbean just, well, I mean, he was a professional boxer. Yeah. I mean, but, like, yeah. he, he didn't do super heavyweight, did he? I, I mean, he was 300 sure. plus. Like, he was, that yeah. was a fat motherfucker. Oh, like, he was, I mean, you don't want to take a punch from him by any means. Like, no, no. he still got, I think, the NCAA record for fastest knockout. It's, like, 15 seconds, including the 10 count. He he should be an inspiration to people who who feel that their their weight might exclude them from a sport. Right. Oh, it's different for the boxing because in the Olympics there's a super heavyweight division, and so like Anthony Joshua would have been considered a super heavyweight. Oh. It's it's weird like that because now he's like heavyweight champion. So yeah, I don't know, man. Weird. I've been talking about fighting all evening, man. I I did like a live stream with this guy. I'm I'm in such a I'm in such a fucking hype about like Connor. <laughs> Connor's fighting next weekend, and then like, fuck man, I cannot wait till Connor fights. I love is, that. Is anything happened this weekend? Well, there's UFC, but like, it's it's like a little, little event, like you know, one of those. Is a fight night. It's a fight night, you know. I wouldn't mind yeah. giving it a watch because it'll probably be up anyway. Like, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah. I feel dodgy bringing the laptop down to Dublin. We're we're heading off because it's my my birthday Monday, so we're spending right. spending some time in Dublin with uh, a couple of buddies. Awesome. So, yeah. should we go crack? Yeah, no shit, man. It's awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, Dude, it's, not. it's so fucking weird. Like, about to hit 20. That's, that scares the fuck out of me. Dude, I just turned 32 on, fuck, was it Monday? Shit. Happy birthday, man. Did you get anything nice? Yeah, I'm an old man. It was my birthday, then Father's Day, and all this other shit. And, like, all, <laughs> all right around there. So, it was a... Uh, it was a busy few days, and I was on Father's Day. I was at the aquarium with my kids, and I got shit on by a flamingo. Oh man! I seen that picture. Yeah, good, good like, man this yourself. Is, this, is, this is fatherhood in a nutshell. You pay mm. for other people to go to the aquarium, and a giant bird shits on you. Oh. There you go. That's great, crack. Um, <laughs> what the, you, you, you're 32, then. So does, does that make you like one of the youngest lads in this competition? I'm definitely yeah, because like chestnuts are like older, 30, right? 37, 38. Chestnut, um, Darren, I think, is 32 or 33. Uh, Esper, I think, is in his early 40s. Stoney is actually, I think, a little younger than me. I think Stoney's like 30. Um, he started competitive eating when he was like negative four. Um, no, and also, I think he started when he was like 18, 19. So I, I want to say Stoney is like 30. Um, but a lot of people are in their mid 30s, later 30s, and stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess. I don't know when competitive eating's peak really is. I would imagine it's uh, sometime around your early early thirties, just because, as dumb as it sounds, I tell you right now, recovering from stuff in the gym now at thirty two, I guess some of that's miles on my body compared to like twenty two. Is I feel like a bag of shit if I try to do the same volume and all the other stuff. You know, obviously my my food isn't as ideal as it was when I was bodybuilding, but I need more rest and need to train smarter now. So even with like eating, doing competitions and doing practices, um, I didn't start this when I was really young, so it's hard to compare, but I can't imagine in 10 years it's going to be any easier. And I know talking to Joey, he's even said like recovering from practices and contests takes him a little bit longer now than it did 15 years ago. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's rough. You'd imagine. Yeah. I reckon you'll be, you'll be good. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's kind of the plan, you know. Like, You're only getting better. Quick. So. Yeah, that's. 
that's just it. Like, if it, one, the day I stop getting better and stop making money and having fun, is I'll just hang it up. Like, what the fuck is the point at that point? Like, I'm, I'm gonna try to exhaust all avenues to, um, to take this as far as I can reasonably, um, and keep trying to kick ass and beat people that people thought I had no intention of beating. Because I think at first they're like, oh, this guy's just gonna be one of those people who shows up for a year. Oh, he's a bodybuilder. That's a nice little shy show. Blah 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 blah, and fucking leaves. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of like, oh, he's dating Mickey. Oh, that'll last like a month and this and the other. And now it's kind of, uh, things are kind of solidifying a little bit. Now it just kind of feels good. Not really to prove other people wrong, but prove myself right and kind of uh, figuratively speak and shove my fist down people's throats. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking Mike Tyson thing, man. And he said this like years ago. It's like the internet has made everyone way too comfortable with saying shit or getting punched in the jaw for it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. He's right. He's right as well. Like I don't, I don't understand, man. And it, well, I get it because like everyone wants. It's cool to be a tough guy when there's no repercussions, you yeah. know. Um, and I'm not saying I'm some type of like badass or hard ass. What I am saying is, if I dislike somebody, one of two things is going to happen. I'm probably just going to avoid you, you know, because there's no reason for us to to be oil and water. And I'll still be like polite and courteous because I was raised to be, and I'm pretty sure my grandma would still beat my ass if I wasn't. But like I. I'm not going to talk shit about you behind your back. If I chose to talk shit, which really isn't my style, I'll do it to your face. Like you, you guys heard me talk about Matt and Jeff and Darren. That's not disrespect to them that I say I'm going to go in there with the intent to beat them. That's my intent. No, that, that, that's and sports. I would, say, their, I would say it to their face. Yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to say something and run away or, or anything. So I, I really don't understand that mm. whole concept. Um, I guess it's just um, it's much easier to be the chihuahua that barks behind the fence while the Rottweiler just kind of lays there. Look, you saying that like about like that like that's not like insulting to them saying you're going to beat them. No, that that's your mindset, man. And do you know what? Yeah. It's, it's that they have the exact same mindset as you. That no one's going go in there. there thinking I'm going to come second. Yeah. I'm going to go right. in there. I'm going to place right behind Nick because I want Nick to do a little bit better. You know, no, 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 no one is going to be that considered. Everyone's going to give their best. That's that's what sports about, right? But it, it should be in like a in in good sport, I guess. Right. So the bad comments are dodgy, but yeah, um, I, man, that's that's rough. People saying dodgy stuff. Like I, I talked to you long enough now. I know you over a year, and you're yeah. you're, you're sound lad. So I I reckon you're all right from what I've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I, I try to be, you know, I try to, I guess you go back to kindergarten, it's like, treat other people the way you want to be treated, and, like, you're taught that super early on in life, but there's, yeah, you probably should, you know, it's one of the, the earliest lessons we learn, and, yeah. you know, keep doing it. Now you're a sound lad, don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, is is this normal in, like, competitive eating? Like, is there a lot of shit talking, like, behind closed doors? Um, behind closed doors, a little bit. There's a fair amount, because there's money on the line. You know, and, it, and it's competitive. So there's a fair amount of shit talking. Most people get, everybody gets along in person. Ooh, great to see you. Ooh. You know, but it's, um, it's, yeah. But you, you get 30 adults in one room. If you didn't have people that didn't get along, they were somebody's lying in there. So <laughs> yeah. it's, um, there's definitely some shit talking, some way more than others. Like, like a Jeff Esper, I don't think he's going to shit talk. He is business. That dude is a, Really, really smart cat, like incredibly like IQ intelligent, um, like math and numbers. He's a teacher, um, pretty quiet guy, super focused, just kind of a machine. Um, Darren Breen's another super smart guy, might talk a little bit here and there, but relatively humble guy. Uh, probably has the highest feeling, 
out of uh, out of the four of us that are kind of behind Joey there and really, really good capacity, really good eater, but not a huge talker. Matt Stoney's another one, not a huge talker. Um, you know, but you get into some of the eaters, maybe, uh, I don't know the exact rankings, maybe eight through 30. Um, and then the mouths start to get a little bigger as the ability gets smaller, seemingly, you know, um, and they can get mad, but, but it's just based on contest, the mat, you know, there's, there's not a direct correlation, but there, there's somewhat of a correlation. It's probably mm. just like, if you can't be the, um, the peacock or the prom king at the contest, you want to be that somewhere else. Uh, if you, if you, if anyone listening, I was professional leader and they reckon they can take on Nick. I will host a show. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a go. We'll host it. Might even, <laughs> might even take part. Well, if, if you want to talk shit, I don't mind. Good, good fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that that kind of does go on in sports. You know, lower yeah. down your yard, the more shit you have to say. Yeah. yeah. And and I, it's kind of like cheap shots in football. It's like, keep. I don't mind somebody taking someone's head off in a football <laughs> game, but do it within the confines of the game. Like, like a few years ago, Vontez Burfecht was a, uh, a linebacker for the Bengals and some other people, and he would just like, uh, like on a unguarded shots to the head, like he would just catapult his body, all 250 pounds, his shoulder right into somebody's <laughs> cranium. You know, and it's so like that, now you're, you're risking someone's life, like at that yeah. point, with because you, and that's not cool to me. Now, if you just square some dude up and just work him, like I said, within the rules of the game, that's cool. Like, whatever, do that because then when when Burfitt got it back, I think it was Juju um, Smith Schuster. Um, took his head off in a Steelers Bengals game, and it was like that, that's what happens. You pay now or you pay later. Everybody pays, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, everyone was pissed off, and it was like, no, he kind of he got what was coming to him, you know. So I don't mind beating people and with within the confines, kind of taking it to people, or even shit talking. I don't mind shit talking as long as it's um, you keep things nice. So when you don't, that there could be a uh, there could be a problem. Yeah. I just realized, man. Last time we talked was like the uh, like the weekend before the Super Bowl. Did you watch it, man? Oh, you think? The, the DraftKings event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a it's a hell of a night for Tampa Bay. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People went ballistic. He, you know, here like you know everyone's Champa Bay this, and all of a sudden just Buccaneers fans coming out of the woodwork, which is weird because for the past like seven years. They've had to black out their games on TV because they weren't even selling 80% of the tickets in the stadium. Yeah. Now all of these people, are, and that's not bullshit. The owner said if they don't sell 80% of the tickets in the stadium, they'll black out the games locally on Fox. And they weren't. So they'd be blacked out every single week at home Shit. games. And now all of a sudden, oh, you Bucks fan for life. Fuck off. You're not a Bucks <laughs> fan. You're a fair weather fan. Like that. Mm. But, I mean, whatever. Teach their own. If they want to fall down. Like, I'm a Packers fan. And even if Aaron Rodgers decides to sit this entire year, it'll rip my heart out of my chest. But I will still watch the Packers go, like, 5-11, and 11, you know, if he doesn't play. My dad's a huge Packers fan. I have a... So are you. I got, yeah, I'm a bit, uh, well... That's the only team you ever talked to me about. Yeah, I'm not a Packers fan, though. My dad's I, a Packers I, fan. I have quotes of you on this show saying, I'm a huge Packers fan. <laughs> He's got him right now on his desktop. I don't, mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. Like, I like the Packers. I like Rodgers. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I hope he pulls like his like, shit together. And did I understand like, why he's upset. Yeah, I, I can understand, understand that why, as well. Yeah, but like, why he's upset. But at the same time, can't we just 
can't we just play nice and figure this out? <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. It's um, people are like, oh, he's he'll lose this much money if he sits out this year. It's like that dude made like ninety three million dollars last well, year. I really don't care. think he's really worried about it. Man, I'm pretty sure he's fine with hosting Jeopardy for the rest of his life. Something yeah, he doesn't care right. about missing out a year. He should come host major league eating contest. What do you think? Yeah. So, I suppose, well, when does this competition start? Uh, Nathan's? Yeah. July 4th. July, July 4th at, um, the women's contest goes on ESPN3, the streaming app, at uh, 10.30 in the morning. And then the men's contest, I think the coverage starts at 11.30 in the morning. Uh, which, which time is on this now? Uh, Eastern Standard. Uh, three hour time. Cool. That's, a, that's like yeah, the standard UFC press time. Yeah, I guess New York would be the, the easiest way for you guys to look it up. That's that's where it'll be. But, um, yeah, the girls, I think, started, I want to say, 10.30, and the, the guys started 11.30, the coverage. Um, so we'll be there early. You know, Miki will be there, uh, you know, covering everything. I'll be there getting ready to kick ass. Um, and, yeah, ESPN. Ours, at 11.30, when they switch to the men's, it'll go straight on to ESPN. Um, and then uh, just kind of go. And it'll probably replay a couple times over the course of the night. It usually does, but uh, it'll be live from. Um, I think it's pronounced Maimonides. I don't know. It's renamed the park yeah. um, where they're doing it is where there's a minor league baseball team that plays. It'll be inside the park. So they can kind of control how many people come in. They ticketed it. Um, yeah, but in front of a live crowd is going to feel pretty cool because that's always kind of electric when you actually get to do it in front of people versus in front of like yeah. 30 cameramen. It sounds like a creepy hot dog ASMR. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to go to one of the, at some point. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell we'll yeah. Give that a go. Um, yeah. what was I, was I going to say? With the reigning defending Ooh. champion as a as our yeah. friend to invite us, you know? <laughs> yeah, Nick's going to be there. He's going to be kicking ass, taking names. Pound for pound king. <laughs> Number one. Undisputed. <laughs> Hot dog eater. Yeah. Kicking yeah. ass, man. Taking names. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be competing fairly soon. It's going to be absolute carnage. Yeah. I, in fairness, I'm not, I'm not a betting man. I've never been a betting man, but if I, I'm dead serious, not blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. If I was to bet on this thing, I would be betting for you to come in first or second. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, 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 I might, I might actually, I don't know yet, but if I do look, I'm looking to get a good return here, Nick. You're supposed to go in there and demolish. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, don't hold up, Jared, because Nick, where could we bet if we wanted to bet for this thing? Um, I don't know where those lines have come out, but usually. Sponsored by DraftKings. Um, <laughs> I think DraftKings or uh, SureDog or like Bodog, like all those, like the fight line sites typically have them. Um, I'm, I'd be shocked if DraftKings did not, yeah. but um, the lines haven't even come out yet. And usually they've come out at this point, but I think it's because no solid lineups have been announced, full lineups. So Vegas is sitting there like they really can't put them out because if they put out a lineup and even one guy or one girl isn't there, everybody's bats are void. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I think they got to wait till the whole thing is announced. Um, so once those come out, which I imagine they have to solidify the lineups in the next few days because people have to fly out, um, those will be out. I, I would guess DraftKings or, or SureDog or something like that. But uh, just search those. I'll be excited to see what the lines are, um, you know, to see kind of where I stand. 
um, yeah, but regardless, my plan is is to continue to climb because I don't do this shit for shits and giggles. And I hope he's left on that note. He doesn't do it for shits and giggles. He's going to go in there fucking dominate. I'm going to call it now. My prediction is second or first. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you. It's a fairly broad one in fairness, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I expect you to do better. So if you got this far in the video, fair play to you. Fair folks to you. Good job. Um, if you want to check out Nick, Nick, where can they find you? Uh, so thehungrycouple.com. You know, uh, you can check it out. All the links are on there or any of my social media handles are all just Nick Weary, N-I-C-K-W-E-H-R-Y. So any of those, uh, you can find any of those through com, including our YouTube link, which is youtube.com slash Miki Sudo, M-I-K-I-S-U-D-O. You can find all our ridiculousness and nonsense and eating and family and our dog and all of that fun stuff. And if you like dogs, there you go. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Check it out. Check out Nick. If you got this far, seriously, fair play to you. Wish Nick some luck. Give him some support. Take it handy. Bye-bye. Good luck. Stay away from yourself.